This is episode number 31 of Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. We will be discussing the chef's table at Victoria and Albert's located in the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. I'm AJ. I'm Andrew. And you are listening to, or watching, Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. The podcast. The vlog. Vlog. The video cast. Yeah, vlog. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. If you haven't done so already, please remember to subscribe. Yep. And tell your friends. That's right. And send feedback. Rate and review. We want to hear from you. Thumbs up. Yeah. And apparently you found us, but just in case you're not sure how you found us, you can look us up to Grown Ups and a Mouse. Yeah. Social media. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. YouTube. YouTube. Look up Two Grown Ups and a Mouse. Or go to our website, Two Grown Ups and a Mouse. Dot com. That's it. That's right. So today we are going to talk about the chef's table at Victorian Alberts in Grand Floridian, which we did not go to once. We went to twice. We're lucky. We are. We are very lucky. And for anyone that doesn't know what a chef's table is, it's basically like it sounds. Yeah. It's a special table. Yeah, it is. And it is something you have to have a reservation for. And just like all the other reservations at Walt Disney World, it does open up 180 days in advance. Mm -hmm. But there is only one table for the restaurant for the whole evening. And people wake up at, you know, six o'clock in the morning or whatever time it is that the reservations open so that they can get the reservation. That's right. And we tried to get a reservation that way, waking up early. Mm -hmm. Didn't work. Didn't work. But then they told me that you could put your name on the waiting list. Now, we went twice. Once was February 2010 and once was March 2014. I am working under the presumption that this still holds true. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to give any misinformation. Sure. I'm relatively certain it would still hold true because they would be doing themselves a disservice if they did not have a waiting list. Yeah. Since it's only one table per night. Both visits, we were on the waiting list. Correct. And it's a lot easier for us because we are in Florida and we don't have to hop on a plane. We can just hop in the car. Sure. Well, you should. we should also specify that when you say put me on the waiting list you can specify times you don't know it's not just a generic you know first available like so if you know you're coming two weeks in the middle of summer you can call them up and say put me on the waiting list for these two two weeks and then they will do so that's pretty much what we did it was like you know put me on for every saturday for whatever it was and the first one we got really lucky because it was the saturday that fell right in between our birthdays that year that's right your birthday was on a Saturday. My birthday was two weeks later on a Saturday. And we got the Victorian Albert's chef's table right, right in between. Right in the middle. Yep. So that was really nice. Victoria and Albert's is high-end fine dining. Mm-hmm. And you do have to be 18 or older to dine there. Yep. And you do have to dress appropriately. And they will not let you in if you are not dressed appropriately. That's right. You need to wear uh, at least a jacket for men. Uh, obviously slacks. They would prefer that you're in a uh, wearing it like a tie. 
Well, it has to be a collared shirt, I believe. Yeah, collared shirt with a jacket, slacks. But you're allowed um, to take the jacket off. Correct. Even in the main dining room, we can take it off while you're eating. But they do ask you to put your jacket on when you get up and, you know, if you're going to go to the restroom, they want you to put your jacket on while you walk okay. through the restaurant. And women just have to dress appropriately. Right. Uh, pantsuit, dress, you know, Correct. appropriate attire for, for women. As of 2018, for the 18th consecutive year, and those that are watching the video, you can tell that I'm reading this because I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> uh, for the 18th consecutive year, the restaurant has received the AAA Five Diamond Award. And for the first time ever, the coveted 2018 Forbes Travel Guide Five Star Award. Only 68 Five Diamond restaurants in North America and only 64 Forbes Travel Guide Five Star restaurants out of over 1,600 restaurants across the globe. That's right. So that gives you an idea of the the experience you're in for. It's, 18 it's, consecutive years. Yep. And that was, I believe it was February 2018 was the date of the article. So right. it's possible that they've received it again Oh, I'm in sure 2019, and we I'm certainly sure, hope they I'm have. Sure it's likely, <laughs> but uh, but because we are in February as we're recording this, right. we didn't see that information posted as of yet. That's right. We met the executive chef at some D23 events. Well, that was the first time we saw him. Yeah, was at a D23 event, and right. in in a future episode or episodes, we will go into D23. We right. talked about it a little bit, but we'll talk about that later. And his name? Well, is is Scott Hunnell, and he was making crepes at the D23 event. Yeah, not at, not at the chef's table. No. No. Well, I mean, he might make them for you. <laughs> but the, he is the current executive chef, and he mm -hmm. was the chef both times when we dined yeah. there. And, and he's been there for a long time. Right. He's also done uh, some of the menus on the cruise ships. He's done, so he's he's a big wig Disney chef. So. Right. And Amy Rivera is the chef de cuisine, mm -hmm. which I believe is basically his as head assistant. Like it's she's not, like the next right it, it's, next it's, person. It's not even fair to call her the assistant. She's basically the the, the VP to the, the the president kind of thing. Right. 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 She's the and she was. We didn't see her. I don't believe when we went in 2014, but she was there in 2010. Right. So yeah, so in when we went the first time, Scott Hunnell was not there. Because it was basically his night off. Right. And that's why Amy was there. And then the second time, Scott was there. And I don't think Amy was. So right. They probably they probably They probably switch off, yeah. Israel Perez is the maitre d' hotel, or just maitre d'. Mm -hmm. And he has been there a while as well, because he was there both times. And he was at the D23 event. Him and, mm -hmm. and Scott Hunnell were the ones doing the presentation. And he is... A, he's, he's, he's a lot of fun to talk to because he basically knows everything and anything. And then if you have a wine question, you should ask him because he will know it. Right. And Christine Farmer is their head pastry chef. And we honestly don't remember meeting her. I don't think we met her. I think she's either that or maybe um, we had, uh, uh, who is the other guy? Eric was the pastry chef before. Uh, or maybe he still is, but, or maybe, you know, maybe he's moved up or. Right. So right. you'll know Eric, because if you've ever seen a picture of them constructing the, the, uh, the gingerbread house, if you see a picture of them constructing a 
uh, the gingerbread house anywhere, you've probably seen Eric. You mean the wood house with gingerbread stuck to it? Yes, that one. Not as impressed as other people. <laughs> the chef's table can hold up to 10 people. That's right. I personally would not recommend 10 people. I think a great number is six. Well, I think the max would be, max I would do would be six too, um, just because we sat side by side and there was and there was plenty of room. But if you squeezed a third person in between us, it would be very crowded. And then two on the ends and then three on the other cool. side, that would be... Either that or they wide the table. Let's go back for a second because some people might not realize this. This is the chef's table. Mm -hmm. You are literally in the kitchen. Right. But you're not in the middle of the kitchen. And again, anyone watching the video, you could see there's a wall behind me. And that's basically how it is at the chef's table. You're at a table. Right. There's a wall behind you. You are looking into the kitchen. They have a little gate to keep you out. It's basically a little nook where the table is. And, and where you're sitting. And then you look out into the kitchen as here. Right. So you can talk to the people that are preparing your food and, and everything. And you mm-hmm. can view everything, which is great. But that's why, even though the table will fit 10 people, if you want to actually be able to view what's going on, right. like four is a prime number because you can have two people looking out and two people at the end who can still look out without looking over. Sure anyone um but they will hold up to 10 people and they will not sit another party with you when you reserve the table whether you're one person two people or 10 people you have the table for the night and that's it and no one else is going to be there another yeah that's correct so as i already said you can see them cooking yep and if you want to see them cooking and you were not able to get reservations at the chef's table but you do have reservations in the main dining room you can ask for a tour of the kitchen that's right anybody can ask for a tour of the kitchen and you can ask for a tour of the wine cellar right which isn't really a cellar but it was i i had i had all these visions of grandeur in the uh when i was thinking about oh a wine cellar grand floridian it's got to be it's got to be this big oak room and there's going to be soft lighting and red velvet and you know it'll be a proper you know wine room that you would see in a magazine but it's not it's basically climate controlled refrigerators basically with the wine racks in them so <laughs> but there is a lot of wine so if you're a wine connoisseur you're going to you know you'll want to see it so they do encourage you to take pictures which on our first visit, we didn't really do as much. We on, took a few, but on the second visit, we made sure take a picture of the menu, take a picture of the plate, take a picture right. of the menu, take a picture of the plate, so that we could remember what we dined on. And it's funny because they bring things that you might, in your typical everyday life, might say, "I wouldn't eat this." Right. Like it was like a quail egg, something. I just remember it was a quail egg and it was tiny and it was whatever. Well, they, they do. We've said it before. It, when, you, when you're eating at a restaurant of that caliber, what they're, they're bringing you food that's truly designed all to go together. So unless you really, really dislike a food, like I don't like fish, so I tell them no fish. But other than that, I'm, I'm wide open to it because. Well, speaking of not liking food. If you are allergic to anything or there is something that you don't like, you have a dietary restriction, whatever the case may be, they will ask you that prior Mm -hmm. to your dining there because you do not get the same menu as everybody in the main dining room. Correct. They do a special menu for your table, for your party. So the first time we dined there, I was doing a low-carb 
mm-hmm. a diet and you don't eat fish. So we told them this and they accommodated us yep. so that we weren't eating things that we didn't want. Right. And we got a server and an assistant server, but often with every dish, I believe the chef came out to Correct. explain what it was. Yep. And, or, well, 90% of the time, we should, we should kind of go back on the timing because at least the last time we were there, they sat, they sat you just a little before their first normal seating. So they can, basically, they're trying to offset you to the main dining. And then, because, and then, and it's much slower than the main dining room also, because you'll, you're going to show up before the first dining and you're going to leave after the second. So you're there for, you're there for a while. So. Right. And when they bring out the first dish you look at it and you think this is really small oh yeah how am i gonna fill up but by the time you're done because it's so many small dishes oh, yeah. you are stuffed not yeah. unco- not uncomfortably stuffed but it's a lot of food it's a lot more than it seems to be well it's as you said i, I think you were here uh because it's 10 courses but it's about ten, right it's 10 courses and i think there's two dessert courses as well right right we made the mistake very, the first time Right. That they brought out a dessert course and we were like, oh, really good. You know, let's eat this. And then they brought out another dessert course and it was like, oh, right. I'm already full (laughs) because that was honestly the dessert was probably the largest of the plates. Uh, Yeah, it could be. So Um, you can do a wine pairing, but you do not have to. Right. And you did the wine pairing at both Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I did the wine pairing at the first one. I know I did. I know I didn't no, do it at the didn't. second one. I'm, I don't think you did it in the first one either. I think it was more that if, because the other thing with the wine pairing is you don't have to do it, but if you have a preference on a, on a glass of wine for a certain course, they will of course bring one out for you too. Right. So. Because you did the wine pairing and right. then they, they encouraged me to taste yours right. just in case I wanted one of the wines that, that sure. you were given. So they are very accommodating. If you want to reserve the chef's table, mm-hmm. it is different than the typical 407 WDW dine. That's correct. You do not. I, and I believe that goes for any Victoria and Albert's dining reservations. Right. You want to call the restaurant directly 407 WDW DVN, like Nancy, A. Right. DVNA, which we believe stands for De- Blah, blah, blah. It stands for blah, blah, blah. You like that? It stands for... Michael, Michael Bublé? Yes. Bubbly. Yes. <laughs> that was a good commercial too. Yeah. Football. <laughs> Super Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Flashback. Dick, Disney Victoria N. Albert. Right. So it is 407-939-3862. Mm-hmm. And they will be able to answer any of your questions better than I would. Yep. They'll definitely be able. They're very friendly, very nice. And the current price of the chef's table is $250. And the current price of the wine pairing is $150. That is for the chef's table. That is correct. Yep. Now, there are also going to be uh, upcharge items even in the chef's table. So it's it's kind of weird when you go when you go to the regular table 
there's a lot of upcharge items. There's almost every course you could have, there might be an upcharge item, whether it might be you want caviar and they'll have like eight different types or Kobe may, beef. Yeah. They have, they have real Kobe beef as opposed to, but like in the main dining, you have to pay for the Australian Wagyu or you can upcharge to the, to the Kobe and the, in the, in the chef's table, at least when we were there, it was the, the Wagyu was, was included, but then the Kobe was an upcharge. So, so just, just keep that in mind. It's definitely not a cheap night out. So, right. And we tipped, and of course this was our option, but we, we did tip more than the typical 20% because right. you really are getting personalized service back there. And honestly, in your gratuity is where you might end up spending a large portion of the money because if you were to dine in the main dining room it's 185 dollars right or if you dine in their queen victoria room it's 235 dollars which isn't that much less expensive than the chef's table mm -hmm. which is why we highly recommend if you want to eat at victorian albert's that you try to get a reservation at the chef's table put yourself on the waiting list because yep. it's only a little bit more expensive but it's definitely worth it for the experience Oh, it's definitely it's a it's definitely an experience you have to try. It's not a you know eating in the regular dining room is 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 excellent obviously, but it's more it's excellent because of the food. The service is of course top notch as well, but everything is just better service wise in on the chef's table. Plus, you get the the just the experience of eating in the kitchen, which is. It seems kind of like an oxymoron where I have to pay more to eat in the kitchen, but it, it, it is worth it. And we have dined in the main dining room at least twice, yeah. if not more. One time I did do the wine pairing and I did get slightly or heavily intoxicated and I did end up sleeping in the bathtub Yeah, that evening. And that's why you don't do wine pairings anymore. Yeah, pretty I much. It, and that's why I didn't drink at our wedding. Right. Because of that experience, I promised. I said I'm not going to drink at the wedding because I didn't want to risk something right. of that nature to and happen. And honestly, when I when I go and I'm getting a wine pairing, I always tell them to pour me light because you're getting, you know, the regular dining. I think is only seven courses, which is still seven glasses of wine, and they're not they're not full glasses of wine, but they're not they're not lightweight either. So, you know, you can get yourself properly hammered. <laughs> Well, which is which is kind of a bad thing too because you're at a fine dining establishment. The, so. the issue that I had because this was years ago. Right. I mean, this was before 2010. Yeah. And we did the wine pairing, both of us, and you declined some of them because you didn't like them. And I was like, "Oh, but we paid for this. I'm going to drink it, Sherry." Right. All these heavy alcohol content beverages, and I drank them. Yep. I, I didn't get sick, but I, I was inebriated and it was freezing outside, so I couldn't go sleep in the car. Right. So that's why I ended up sleeping in the bathtub because yeah. you were snoring and I, my buzz wore off and I couldn't fall back asleep. And well, that was, that was the other problem is that, you know, we got back to the hotel at like nine 30 and you passed out. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, you woke up at three o'clock and Just, couldn't go back to sleep. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> happens, but Definitely an experience worth doing if you can. And of course, if you can't get the chef's table, do not hesitate to get the main dining room or right. the Queen Victoria room, which honestly we have not tried yet. Right. And the Queen Victoria room is 
all, basically the same food that you're going to get on the chef's table. It's just in the Queen Victoria room. And the Queen Victoria room is a bit smaller than main dining. It's a, a little bit more personalized as well. Right. It's, it's more intimate than the main right. dining room. But honestly, I mean, the main dining room is just amazing. It's, yeah. If you like fine dining, if you don't mind spending that kind of money, because main dining is 185 and if you do the wine pairing, that's 65 So that's $250 per person, not including right. the gratuity or that's tax. Right. So it can be a pricey experience, but... If you like fine dining or if you've never done fine dining and you would like to try it, this is definitely a restaurant right. that's a worthwhile venue to try fine dining at because sure. it is five diamond award and five star award. So yeah, definitely so one out of 60 notch. in the country. As per usual, we've been talking about food and we're yep. recording in the evening and I have not had dinner yet. Me either. So. Oh, so good. I'm going to go get dinner. But yep. before I do, I'm going to remind everyone to please subscribe. And, and if you already did, thank you for subscribing. Leave a thumbs up if you like the video. All right, Fonzie. You don't like my double thumbs up? Hey. Yes. Please rate us. Please contact us. We will get right back to you. We're pretty yeah. good about that. Absolutely. We love to hear from you. We love having you. Thank you for being here. And on that, I am going to say good night. Good morning. Yeah, it could be morning. They don't have to watch us live. So, yeah, it could be morning or it could be good afternoon. Good day. Good evening. No, just goodbye. All right. Bye. Bye.